This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. This morning we are talking with Paul Pope from Otago Peninsula Community Board, joins us on the line. Now Morena, Paul, nice to have you with us again. Tonight, uh, Jeff. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Cracking day. Might be a bit crisp, but still a beautiful day, no doubt, on the peninsula. Um, Paul, um, just want to touch on a couple of um, the schools out on our peninsula. You know, I think probably those young ones who are attending schools out uh, on the peninsula are probably among the luckiest kids in uh, New Zealand at the moment. Such a beautiful place to be educated and uh, to travel to and from school every day. You want to touch on some uh, happenings there? Broad Bay Plant Sale, for example. Oh, oh, look, I went to the Broad Bay Plant Sale the other day. Just congratulations to the Broad Bay School for a fantastic event. Um, and also um, couldn't help myself but avail myself of a few bargains as well. Um, really well-run uh, plant fair and um, also um, really fantastic uh, hamburgers. I had two of them, um, <laughs> uh, which were really great. But um, it just goes to show, as I say, like these kind of fundraising things for schools are fantastic. And I know that all, all across the region we have them, but um, just as I say, the one at uh, Broad Bay the other day was just fantastic. They've had a couple of other events. They had the historical uh, display and their gala day, which were also run by local people, and they were fantastic events as well. Yeah, that was um, a big weekend, just, wasn't it? There was quite a lot happening around the celebrations for Broad Bay. Well, there was. Unfortunately, I didn't make the um, the Broad Bay one. I was actually away at Mount Aspiring, but um, but I certainly enjoyed the plant there, and uh, like I say, picked up a few bargains to boot. I think the other thing that's just going on at the moment is um, I was talking to the people from the Broad Bay Boat Club. At the moment, they're getting their piles put in so that they can get their new decking built as part of their development, and um, that's looking quite a, quite promising for Broad Bay as well. And you want to touch on Tomahawk School as well, Paul? Uh, well, the old Tomahawk School was um, closed about 2010, uh, purchased by the council, and then the building was demolished. But we've just had a really positive uh, start with City Council and um, also with the community there, just looking at you know, what the future of that site might look like. And um, I was really pleased with the session that we had just a couple of weeks ago uh, with the community there and, and finally get some things on paper and, and work our way forward. So that's a really positive step for that community. A growing community too. You know, we're looking at 50 to 70 house, new houses being built in that area with the recent subdivision of some land there. And um, this is a really, as I say, it's a, it's a community that is moving forward and um, and is growing. So, really exciting opportunities for, um, as I say, for uh, Tomahawk and the community there. We've um, seen the start of cruise ship season, Paul, and um, I'm just reflecting on this with the listeners just a wee while ago that this is promising to be, as they usually are, a bumper season, as they say, for cruise ship visits, but it's no. Um, no exaggeration, it's going to be probably one of the biggest yet. And, well, that has implications, doesn't it? It's great we've got the tourists coming and visiting all these beautiful spots out on the peninsula, but uh, it throws up some other things that we need to think about. 
Yeah, look, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those things, isn't it? I mean, cruise ships, they bring people to the city, they spend money that, that's good for our economy, it's good for our uh, um, hospitality and, and retail industries and the tourism industry. But I guess you've always got to, at the back of your mind, also got to look at, at some of the challenges that, that these kind of things do face. I know, I know um, public transport and transport um, is, is one of the issues. And, of course, here on the peninsula, we we be... We'd be pushing hard for, as I say, uh, dealing with some of our roading issues, which aren't quite complete yet as part of the Peninsula Connection, um, particularly around Harrington Point and Otaku, uh, where the road is extremely narrow and um, quite difficult and dangerous, for, especially for large buses. So there's that element to, to as well. And I guess, you know, with a harbour, um, you know, you have ships coming and going and, and all, all the things that go with that, including water discharge and... Um, carbon footprints and everything else like that. So um, while there are some great things with tourism and some great things with the, the cruise ships, we also be, need to be mindful of, of how we mitigate some of those effects as well. And look, I would love to see um, cruise companies and, and some of our tourism organisations, and I know some already do, but looking at, at how they... Um, and how they mitigate some of the carbon effects, for example. Wouldn't it be fantastic if the Otago Peninsula was a, a reforested um, uh, area based on, uh, on, on on reducing carbon from uh, from cruise ships? Yeah, well, there's an idea. And I guess, you know, you and I often talk, in fact, we do on this spot with everyone we talk to on Around the Boards, talk about taking up opportunities to have your say when our city council is, is looking at making plans for for you know the ten year plan or the more immediate plans than that, and if you know you're sitting there and there's, there's there's an idea that's just come up from Paul there. If you've got ideas yourself about mitigation around some of the impacts of tourism and so forth, you know take your opportunities when you get them to have your say. Yeah, well it's a big year next year with the long term plan and um, probably a good opportunity to, um, uh, to to do that. Um, when you say making plans, it reminds me of that old XTC song, um, making plans for Nigel. Um, but um, you know there is an opportunity there um, to actually put your put your uh, ideas in front of council, and I, you know, a lot of people are kind of a little bit um, a little bit shy, perhaps a little bit uh, nervous about doing that. But I don't think people should be. Um, the only way that we're ever going to actually hear your voice is actually uh, by coming and actually having a say, whether that's through your local board. Uh, or whether that's actually taking the step and actually um, and going into the hearings uh, for LTP or making a submission. So really important time next year, as I say, for the future of the city, and that's a 10-year plan both for the Regional Council uh, and for the Dunedin City Council. So it's really, as I say, a really important opportunity for citizens to, to have a say and do something about that. Just while I think of other celebrations, um, when I think about it too, the Pukahiki Church, um, they recently had their celebration for the restoration of the church as well, which is a fantastic project and one, again, that's been led very strongly by the community uh, in that area as well. And just returning to consultation, there's one thing that uh, that I'm sure peninsula dwellers have a, a strong opinion on, that is dog control. And at the moment you can um, have, put in some submissions uh, to the Dunedin City Council. There's feedback open until the end of this month uh, about whether Dunedin's current dog control rules work, where dogs should be allowed to go, should they be on leash off or on leash in certain areas. Um, these are the kind of things that the council will want to hear about. And, of course, you've got some pretty precious beaches and wildlife out there. Yeah, well, that's for sure. And um, 
one of the things I suppose too is um, with with dog laws is you come across all the all the all the there's all the all the aspects of that safety and and dogs in particular areas and wildlife and everything else like that. And um, again, I think people have strong feelings about those particular views. Um, then we need to hear from those. I know that the board will be looking at making a submission. There's been a couple of issues that has arisen actually out of the Peninsula Connection project, which is quite interesting, is that dogs are actually banned from the beaches at McAndrew Bay and Broad Bay, for example. But now with the Peninsula Connection running right through part of Broad Bay and, and at either end of McAndrew Bay, it's actually changed the way that people actually are using those pathways for recreation. Obviously, dog walking is one of those, one of those things. So, um, there's some things to be thought about around how we manage those uh, aspects of the dog control bylaw, and also the way that we manage the beaches in those particular sites. And um, like I say, people will have strong views. I know coming out of recent conversations that we had with uh, Peninsula res residents, there is seems to be demand for more dog parks on the peninsula. Um, and being a dog owner myself, um, certainly there is there is some merit to some of those ideas. Um, just where we put those, that's the other issue. Um, but we are reasonably fortunate. We've not had any major wildlife issues related to dogs, certainly in my memory over the last 20 years uh, on the Bugger Peninsula. Whether that's through good management or whether that's just through good luck, I'd like to think it's because dog owners on the Otago Peninsula and visitors actually realise when they've got their dog in certain places that they're keeping them under control, uh, using their leash and using their voice commands, that sort of stuff. So let's just hope that, uh, fingers crossed, that that continues. All right. Whatever your view on it, make sure you have your say. Anyway, as I say, you've got until the end of November to get your initial feedback, uh, and that will go into some further planning next year around some of the rules and whether they need to change. Paula, I can't quite believe I'm saying this, but you and I have only got one more catch-up before the end of the year, so we're fast-tracking towards the end of the business year you know, and uh, deserved yeah. holiday breaks for everyone. So, you know, there we go. Look forward to having a conversation again with you closer to Christmas. It's been a really busy busy year, I think, both for the board um, and for the community. And I think also, too, we kind of still had that little bit of post-COVID lag and people kind of catching up with school and work and, and everything else like that. But it's been a very productive year for the board, I think, for boards across the city. Um, I certainly know it's been a productive um, productive year for Otago Access Radio as well. I think you've moved... Premises we have indeed. Slightly. Yeah, you're going to have to come um, and visit us. Paul, love to see you up here on the, uh, the second floor at 43 Princess Street. Come check out the new studios. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I always do this by radio because I'm I'm never in town at the at the right time. But um, anyway, um, look, it's been great chatting, and uh, we'll catch up with you uh, in a month's time. Cheers, Paul. That's Paul Pope uh, from uh, Tiger Peninsula Community Board. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.